0: fans, podcast listeners, Nintendo fans, M-Swizzle fans, we all gather in one spot every single Wednesday, unless you're watching like a few days later. We all gather here to listen to the newest, greatest, and latest Nintendo news. Welcome to the Mario Matter episode number 34. 34. Another weird number. 34. You know, we're here talking about all of the recent Nintendo news from the past week with your host, M Swizzle. You already knew that, though. How are we all doing? And if your answer is anything except for good, amazing, excellent, splendid, or anything that means those things, I need you to change that. Turn that frown upside down. There's no reason to be frowning when you're watching your favorite Nintendo news podcast. Absolutely no reason. No reason for this. Anyways, it's us. We're here. We have news for you. So we're doing the intro right now. I'll walk you through what we're doing today. So we're doing the intro here. The next segment, which will be in like 10 minutes, is the reading headline segment where we go through all of the not necessarily many Nintendo news, but some that we cannot talk about for, you know, super long. And then we have one segment on Nintendo's actions and why I disagree. And then answering your questions. Normally we have two long segments, but one, it was a bit of a slow news week. And two, I've done Tears of the Kingdom segments. I think on the past two podcasts, I don't want to do a third, okay? We have a whole lot of Tears of the Kingdom news in the reading headline segment. But I don't want to, like, bore people that are not fans of Tears of the Kingdom. So, we're not doing that. We're reading headlines, one segment, and then answering your questions. Now, granted, <laughs> granted, our one segment has to do with... Breath of the Wild, but hold on, before you are uninterested, it's not about Breath of the Wild as much as you might think it is. It's mainly about Nintendo removing videos, I'm sure that you might have already heard about it, but you'll get my opinion on it when we get there. Anyways, for the intro, what can we discuss? Well, if you're a avid listener of these intros, you would know that I have This gigantic backlog of video games that I bought when I was younger, I bought and just put to the side, I bought and didn't play. You know, I went through a gigantic Animal Crossing New Horizons phase during the uh, pandemic, 2,000 hours clocked. And so during that time period, I was not beating any games. I would buy a bunch of games. But I wasn't really beating them. So I have this backlog of over 100 games. And I know you're probably thinking, like, how is it that big? How is your backlog 100 games? There's games that I bought when I was younger. But nowadays, games that I didn't buy, like my brother's games that he would lend to me. A lot of games I have to play. So over the past seven days, I beat Super Mario Galaxy. It's a shame that I've not played that game or not beaten it. Rather, I did play it back in the day, but I never beat it. It's a shame that I've beaten that game just now in 2023. Realistically, when it came out, I was too young. I had no interest. Over the past few years, yeah, I probably should have played it. I just never really had a gigantic interest until recently. So there's my reasoning. I apologize if that is like a cringe thing. You've never played, you know. So I played it on the Switch and before I give my rating and my take and my review, you should probably know that I really regret not playing it on the Wii. Like, the, the controls on the Switch were very unenjoyable. Like, at some point in the game, it's super unenjoyable. Like, it's just harder to do things, and I can tell that it would have been much better on the Wii. Now, I will say, I do like how Uh, They replicated the sensor with the Pro Controller, like you can kind of move the... You can use the motion controls on the controller and replicate the Wii sensor, or the Wii, I guess, hand to, to navigate all the menus. I thought that was cool. And my rating of the game in general. Now, without factoring in the poor controls, my rating is an 8.5 like I didn't like it as much uh, as I thought I might however that is still a very good rating I thought I would like it a bit more and maybe I would if I played it on the Wii because it's just like more interactive like motion controls all that kind of stuff maybe I would have liked it more but on the Switch man I mean I don't know it's hard to say because it I mean it was fun but maybe I would have liked it more if I was like actually good at the game. I was terrible. So I was like dying so much. And maybe that makes it more enjoyable because I'm not like a I don't rage at games per se. Like I'm not like I'm not in my room throwing controllers. But I will be like oh my like I will like rage in my head. I'll never like take action though, you know, I'm not one, I never understood people that could just like play a very intense game or rather just a game where, where you can die and like mess up and like lose all your progress that just like laugh it off. Like, how do you just laugh that off? Like, ha 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 ha. All right. We're starting from level one. Like how, how do you do that? I don't know. So yeah, I don't raise per se, but I will like just, just be so frustrated. Just like staring at the screen. Like what the heck just happened? So, point being, if I didn't die so much, maybe the rating would be a bit higher, but for this game, for Mario Galaxy, what did I say, 8.5? Yeah, that's about right, 8.5. Now, with that, you might wonder, which backlog game are you going to attack next, out of your, probably, I mean, I don't have the exact number, but like, probably over 100 games to beat across all platforms, PlayStation, Xbox, um... What am I attacking next? So, you might think it's going to be a Zelda game because Tears of the Kingdom is coming up in less than a month. And you're right. It is a Zelda game. So, I have never actually beaten The Legend of Zelda. Wait for it. Twilight Princess. I've never actually beaten it. So, my brother actually was able to pick up... I've had the Wii version for a while. My brother was able to to pick up the GameCube copy of Twilight Princess from his work, from his job. And so that kind of sparked in my head, like, dang, I should, you know, I should play that game. And, you know, we live together. I, I'm, I'm not able to move out yet. So we, we live together and, uh, you know, you know, he said I'd, I could play it basically. And so I wouldn't play it on the Wii because I feel like the controls are very weird. I don't like them. So I'll sacrifice graphics for a controller, I, th- I believe the graphics are are different. Like they're they're not the same, unless they are. I don't know. I either way would sacrifice graphics for a more comfortable experience. So currently, I'm playing Twilight Princess on the GameCube. Uh, I'm I think I'm I'm like in the forest. Gosh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no no sorry woods. I got the key to open a gate in the woods. So, that's where I'm at. I forget what the woods are called. Starts, starts starts with like an F. I don't even know. So, I'm in the woods. I have a key. That's where we stand with the Twilight Princess gameplay. Granted, I began playing two days ago. So, I probably shouldn't be that far. Now, I was actually looking to play the game on the Wii U. I heard that, you know, there's things that are more convenient. Like, like I, I believe climbing is sped up or whatever. Uh, it's more convenient on the Wii U, but I'm not about like piracy life so therefore I'm taking my butt to eBay. <sighs> Copies of the of the game cost over a hundred dollars over a hundred for Twilight Princess now for me I've the most expensive game that I've bought was a hundred and sixty dollars. Gosh, what game was it? It was for the Wii U, but it wasn't Twilight Princess. Oh, gosh, I forget. It was sealed and everything. I was like, I need that game. So I bought it. So with that, you might think, well, 100 bucks isn't that bad when you compare it to that. And if that was the only way to play Twilight Princess, I would probably pull the trigger. I'd probably do it for 100 bucks. 120 actually, it's like more than 100 bucks, I would do it. But because we, I have the GameCube copy, because I have the Wii copy, why not just play what you have and save yourself 100 bucks? You know, like, think about what you can do with 100 bucks. You can buy Twilight Princess HD. But if I already own the game, I don't want to pay 100 bucks for an HD copy. Now, for example... Um, I have the Wind Waker HD for the Wii U. We, I, my family has that one. If it came to the Switch, I would buy it. I'm not against buying games twice, but when it's the same game, essentially, apart from a few changes and, and a graphical upgrade for a hundred bucks, no, no, thank you. I didn't buy it when it was, you know, priced for 60 bucks. I'm not buying the exact same game nearly for $120, so I'm not doing that, scalpers can scalp, you won't get me though, so there's that, and so I'm trying to beat Twilight Princess before, before Tears of the Kingdom comes out, will I I be able to do it, I don't know for sure, but uh, I'll try, I'll try my best, I might play uh, later today, I'm going to the gym, I'm going to the gym at 4, right now it's 11 a.m., going to the gym at four so I'll probably eat dinner then play some after that uh, uh, to finish off the day so speaking of Legend of Zelda guys I no hold on let's start here do you remember and maybe you don't because I post a pretty good amount of YouTube shorts maybe you don't remember but I made a video about about a month ago maybe about a month talking about the best special edition Nintendo Switch docks. Now, these are not like, sorry, custom docks, custom docks. So like 3D printed ones from from Etsy. They're super, super cool, very unique, 3D printed docks from Etsy. And so I made the video and I don't own all of the docks. It's purely on like visual, like, like how good these docks look, assuming that they work. You know, and some of them were dock cradles. Therefore, you need an actual dock. You place the dock inside and then it kind of makes your your dock look cool. I believe one was an actual like put your switch onto it dock. Uh, And then the other one was also a dock cradle where therefore you need a real dock, put it inside. So it still works how a normal dock would just has some uh, decorations, you know, outside of it. So I, I did not own these docks. I thought they looked super cool. Obviously, assuming assuming they work, they're the quote-unquote best custom docs. And so I post the video. I post the links to purchase them in the pinned comment. And then a few days later, I get an email from one of the people who create these docs, specifically the Legend of Zelda uh, Master Sword doc. His name is Chris. Chris reaches out to me and says, hey, love the video. I'd love to send you one and would love to hear your thoughts about it. I'm like, oh snap, this is sick. So I got it. It's right over here. Let me grab it real fast. Let me take my switch out. All right. So I got the dock and it's super, super cool. So basically you have kind of like a stone design at the bottom with a triforced kind of, you wouldn't call it engraved, but like kind of I'll use the word engraved it's close enough engraved into the front part your your dock goes in into the middle bit right here and then it comes with a beautiful master sword by the way some games can like fit in these back slots it comes with a beautiful master sword that you can actually remove from the dock and you know this is like one of the coolest things i've ever seen like it's so accurate to the actual master sword, I'll, I'll, I'll hold it close to the camera. Um, it's so nice, and you know my my, my light is kind of blinding it, so maybe it won't focus totally. Yeah, it's kind of like all white up here, but you, you can see the Triforce and the handle. So I now own a master sword, and it'll stay in this dock. So don't worry, I won't hurt I won't hurt anybody. But I wanted I wanted to show this. This is the coolest thing. I'm gonna have this forever. My Switch dock will always rest in here. I will say no to every other custom dock. No, I'm kidding. But if you want to check it out, the link will be in the description. Chris, thank you so much for sending me a uh, Zelda dock that I showed off. I really do appreciate it. And I did not expect it at all. Thank you. Sorry. that that, sound, that sounds very sarcastic. I did not expect it at all. So yeah, games back here. Joy, con- I mean, man, come on. This is the coolest thing link down below. Chris, thank you very much. I do love this a, a whole lot. I wouldn't show it if I didn't love it. Look how... Uh, come on. This is this is sick. So, thank you, Chris. Much appreciated. I'll put the dock right here for now. And then I'll put it my Switch back in the dock after this intro is done. So, coolest thing. The whole Master Sword deal. Come on. This is sick. So, with that, you know, you're here for Nintendo News. And maybe you already skipped... A whole lot maybe you're watching the intro which you would have to be doing if you're listening to me now so maybe you're still in the intro part but that does not take away from the fact that we have Nintendo news for you not for anybody else not for Mario not for Luigi but for you a lot of stuff a lot of headlines and a lot of cool news shocking news and let me actually hook you real quick, let me hook you with some news, where is it? Nintendo hacker released from prison, uh, tears of the kingdom accessories, super cool Nintendo ornaments, I'll stop talking, let's get to it. Reading Headlines, I should get a song made for Reading Headlines that plays right right before it begins in the intro i should i I should get a song made but anyways with that you know how this reading headline segment works basically we're going to go through tons of nintendo news tons of it from zelda to people being released from prison to all this kind of stuff so with that said let's go through all nintendo news from the past seven days let's do it so Today is April 19th. Where does that put us? April 12th. Not much happened on this day, but something big and fun that you might have already jumped into. April 12th. Pokemon Stadium. The great N64 game has released on... (sighs) Wait for it. THE N64 ON NINTENDO SWITCH ONLINE! MAN, CAN YOU BELIEVE IT? WHAT? I THOUGHT IT WOULD BE THE GAMECUBE. OH, GOSH, BOY, JIMMY WILLIKERS. IT'S ON THE N64. MY GOSH. SO, IF YOU ARE A MEMBER OF THE SWITCH ONLINE EXPANSION PACK, YOU THEN HAVE ACCESS TO THE N64 LIBRARY ON THERE, AND POKEMON STADIUM HAS BEEN ADDED. GO AND PLAY THAT GAME. I believe you can play online maybe with your friends. I don't know. Go and jump into it. If you've not already, it's been out there for over a week now. So what are you doing? Go and do that. I I actually do not own the expansion pack part, but you know, if you do and you think it's worth it, more power to you. I just find that buying all the DLCs and everything individually is a bit easier for me, maybe not for you, maybe it's great for you, and I totally respect it. It's just not for me, I guess. So, I don't have it, but I wish you fun. Alright, so that's all for April 12th. Moving on to April 13th, we have a good bit of news here. So, April 13th, we actually did a live stream reaction for this. On April 13th, we had the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom final trailer release. Now. You definitely already know this as it has like 8 million views now. The trailer released and the reason why this is on here is because I want to quickly discuss was that trailer better than the Breath of the Wild final trailer? Like These two final trailers are kind of in competition with each other because they're both around the same length, around three minutes or so. And they both give you goosebumps. Is the Tears of the Kingdom final trailer better than the Breath of the Wild final trailer? My thoughts, and I said it on the, on the live stream, I think yes. I think 100%. I think so. And so, uh, that's a trailer that I'm going to be re-watching over the next... No, but until the next. Uh, sorry, until the next Zelda game, I'll be rewatching that at least fifty times between now and then. Like it's so good. If you have somehow, some way, in some parallel universe, not watched the third trailer for Tears of the Kingdom, even if you're not buying the game, even if you're not a Zelda fan, actually, maybe you should be a Zelda fan. But then, if you're a Zelda fan, you're, you're gonna gonna buy the game. I don't know if, you, if you've not seen it. And I've I've just made you interested. Go and check it out. It's very, very good. And anybody can enjoy it, truthfully. It's one of the better game trailers that they've ever put out for a game. Now, could you imagine if Nintendo made a trailer trailer like that for every single game? Animal Crossing, Mario. Could you imagine every single game would sell 29 million copies? I'm kidding. But... That would be, like, just having a final trailer. Like, okay, okay, for example, take, take Animal Crossing New Horizons or even Splatoon. They get their announcement trailer. They get maybe a trailer or two after that. Both of those games actually got a long, direct presentation on how those games would work. Now, imagine if there was one more trailer that, like, was all cinematics, was all very hyped, you know, I feel like that would get fans so much more excited. Why is this only a Zelda thing? The Zelda trailer got 8 million views in like the first week. Not even. Not even. Not even. So imagine if you did that, even close to that with your other games. I'm not trying to say it would boost sales, I mean it might. I'm not trying to say it would be a whole game changer, but it'd be nice. It'd be awesome. I would look forward to it for every single game. Like that adds to the excitement you know they're they're gonna put their all into the final trailer I cannot wait for it to release it'd be cool you know it'd be amazing now with that we have another piece of tears of the kingdom news really Nintendo and GameStop news so the headline reads as follow wait oh sorry the headline reads put it that way the headline reads Nintendo pushes GameStop to FIRE EMPLOYEE for LEAKING THE LEGEND OF ZELDA TEARS OF THE KINGDOM SPECIAL EDITION Nintendo Switch OLED, so if you do not know and you have not seen, I believe it was in late January, early February, there was a leaked special edition Switch OLED that appeared to be, voice crack, that appeared to be For the Tears of the Kingdom game that is coming out in a month. And we didn't know if it was real. It looked dang real. It looked very, very real. But we didn't know for sure. And so that was leaked. And it sat out there for, I believe, two months or so. And then Nintendo actually announced it in this 10-minute demonstration gameplay video with AGL Numa, the director of the Zelda series. At the very end, they actually officially announced the OLED and a few accessories, and so I guess just about now, Nintendo is like, "Okay, our announcement was cool. Pre-orders are coming through. Now let's let's do what we should have done a long time ago. You know, they're 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 cracking their their, their knuckles. Let's send the formal email to GameStop and fire the employee." who leaked the OLED? So, yeah, just about now, just recently, Nintendo pushed GameStop to fire the employee. We don't know who it is unless we do, and I couldn't find who he is. Not that I would want to out who it is anyway, but, yeah, lost the job. I mean, thank you to whoever the employee was for absolutely taking one for the team. You are a hero, and you will go down in the fan-made... Or at least the M-Swizzle Nintendo Hall of Fame. You are in there, my friend. Thank you for taking one for the team and showing us this beautiful OLED. Thank you. But I actually want to know. Do you guys prefer... Do you prefer these things leaking? Or do you prefer the actual announcements? For me? You know, while leaks are very cool and it gives me something to to talk about. I, I, I must say... Seeing it in the official announcement also would have been very very cool like I wouldn't have minded that either like that, that that would have been amazing so either way honestly I really don't mind but what do you think let me know sorry Zelda fans next we have more Zelda news I don't make the news I just read it The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Ganondorf is being voiced by the one the only never heard of in my life Matthew Mercer Who has previously done work on Fire Emblem, Xenoblade Chronicles, and more games like Persona, I believe. I'm not familiar with his work. But apparently, you know, big, big boy voice actor, this is a big deal, is voicing Ganondorf. Now, I wasn't even sure Ganondorf would have voice acting, but I guess so. So that will make the game a whole lot more interesting. Man, like... You know, we have a Zelda voice actor. We have a now Ganondorf voice actor. When is Link going to have a voice actor? I mean, like, you know, know, there's obviously there's there's somebody who does the, uh, hi, yeah. But like, when is he going to have an actual, you know, lines, you know, what is he going to speak? Has Link ever spoke apart from, you know, ah like, has he ever, I don't know. Someone let me know, because I don't think he has, but I could be very, very wrong. Apart from, like, huh? Huh? Ah, Like, come on! Link, speak, bro! Or maybe he can. Maybe he doesn't know English. I don't know. (sighs) Anyways, you have your man, Matthew Mercer, voicing Ganondorf. Fun stuff. Next, we move over to April 14th. What happened on April 14th? That sounds like a very, you know... Kind of like a day where your grandma, like grandma, would come over and like bring like cookies or and, and stuff, and you would like play some Mario Kart on your Game Boy. You know, I, you know, that day could be different for everybody. But we have a lot of news on on on, a, on April Fourteenth. We have one, two, three, four, five, six pieces of seven pieces of news. Wow, guys, you're in for a treat. So let's begin. With some news on the Super Mario Bros. movie. On April 14th, we saw some articles come out about the Super Mario Bros. movie. This movie has went and earned highest grossing video game film after one week. Now obviously, April 14th is just about one week after the movie movie had released. Highest grossing video game film. That's insane. Like when the Mario movie was releasing, I did not think it would I didn't think it would flop, but I didn't think it would, you know, become highest grossing video game film after one week. However, um there aren't really a crazy amount of competitors or I, I, I mean I guess like video game film. Yeah, maybe there's a lot. I was just I was thinking like Pikachu and Sonic. But yeah, I mean, I guess there is a lot for video game film. So good stuff on Nintendo and Illumination. And then also for the Mario movie, it is a week after, you know, uh, specifically nine days after the movie had released. It also earned biggest video game adaptation ever, ever, like not even in the 1600s was there a bigger one. Or one at all. Or any kind of video game. But, you know, anyways, it earned biggest video game adaptation ever, earning over 500 million dollars at the time of that article on April 14th. Now, as of the present time, it has passed 700 million dollars. That thing is on its way to billions. But, yeah, biggest video game adaptation ever. (sighs) Shocking, but... Honestly, if you're trying to break that record for the biggest video game adaptation, if you're trying to break it, the Mario movie is the way to do it. Like, you, like you couldn't really make a, you know, any other series. Take any uh, other series. Splatoon movie. Uh, Zelda. Well, Zelda might have done it. Um, Shoot. What else? Uh, Metroid. You know, only Mario could do that. Only Mario. And so... You would have to expect that. But yeah, very good movie. If you've not seen it, go ahead and watch it and add to that big money number. Go watch it. It's great. If you do not want to watch it, I believe – I don't believe – it will be on DVD, Blu-ray, you know, 4K, all that kind of stuff. I think – I believe this part. I believe this summer. And then I, I saw somewhere some credible sources – It'll be on Netflix later this year, I think in December, right around there. So you have that. And then also on on April 14th, we cannot discuss this. I don't wanna discuss it because I do not want big boy Nintendo to come after my podcast video on Spotify and YouTube and shut me down. So we cannot discuss what happened here. I won't even link it for you because there are some spoilers. No spoilers here, but The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, there has been a commercial leaked for that game. So, if you know, if you go to the YouTube channel for Nintendo, they have certain trailers based on certain games. So, for example, I believe there's one on Mario Kart, one on Splatoon 3, where it's just like families playing together or like friends playing, playing together together. Just about one game. It's, it's it's promoting one certain game. So, they've done the same thing for Tears of the Kingdom. There's, I believe, a 30-second trailer. Just of kids and family members playing Tears of the Kingdom. You know, it's, it's very nice. You know, playing on their OLEDs, playing on their whatever. Their, their normal Switch, Pro Controller, all that. So, it got leaked. And if you're making a commercial on a video game you have to show some of the game to hook people in now they did just that if you go ahead and watch the commercial which i do not recommend because there are spoilers you will see that there are a bunch of in-game you know a bunch of gameplay put it that way a bunch of gameplay and yeah there's some stuff in there i won't i won't say what it is i won't even leak it if you want to find it I suggest you find it on your... I'm sorry, I I won't link it. If you want to find it, find it on your own, please. I cannot link that for you. So, commercial leaked, that's juicy. Then, something that we actually can talk about. So much Zelda news because the game is coming out in one month. So much Zelda news. But what we can talk about is there is a Legend of Zelda themed Splatfest for Splatoon 3. That has been announced... And there are three different teams, Power, Wisdom, and Courage, much like Zelda teams. And so, for me, I'm going to choose Team Power, I think. Probably Power, maybe even Wisdom, I don't know for sure. And so, this Splatfest will take place a few days before the game releases. So, that'll be May 5th at 8pm Eastern Time, 2023, and it'll end on May 7th. 8 p.m. Eastern time in 2023. Not even 2024. It is still going to be this year. So, yeah. You have your Splatfest coming up May 5th. Gets you hyped for the game. Go ahead and... Can you pick your teams yet? I don't think you can, actually. Whatever you can, go ahead. Pick your teams. Pick power. Uh, You know what? I have to decide here so then everyone... Everybody can 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 choose my team. So calling all good Splatoon players that that excludes me because I'm not good uh I'm gonna choose team team power Everybody go on team power uh, And help me win help team power win the win the Splatfest because I am not good at Splatoon 3 so I need all the help I can get Everybody go on team power. We will win this thing. Let's do it guys. All right So you have your Zelda themed Splatfest. I do like how they're doing collabs They had the Pokemon Splatfest last November. They had the or they're having the Zelda Splatfest in May now they did also release a few t-shirts for this Splatfest promotion and I must say the front Of the shirts. There's three, I believe. Very, very cool. The back, the Legend of Zelda logo at the bottom just ruins it. This ruins the whole shirt. It just looks like so unorganized. I don't know. And maybe you like it and I don't want to yuck your yum. But like everybody that I've discussed this with thinks it looks terrible. Like I don't... If you like it, please buy it. I don't want to like be like, yeah, it's terrible. I think they could have done a whole lot better. I don't know. I don't like how the logo is there. Even like the the, the back design is just, it's it, it doesn't fit in. It's like, it's a bit too much to the point where it doesn't look very clean, I guess is my point. So once again, if you like it, please do not let my opinion affect you. I just don't think it looks very good. And that's just me. So that's my opinion. Maybe I, I over exaggerated, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't like it too much. So those will be sold at the Nintendo New York store. And also, I believe online. So go ahead, get those. Link down below. Link in bio. Always plug. That kind of stuff. Alright, next, for our Mario Kart Tour fans and players and, 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 consumers and all these Mario Kart tourists, 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 one of those, there is a Spring 2023 Tour announced. So, these tours in Mario Kart, you know, the game is called Mario Kart Tour, I don't even for sure know what a tour is. I don't even play the game. I should get back and do it. I said that I would a few episodes ago and I haven't yet. Somebody remind me, somebody like set up a a, uh, Twitter bot. Every time that I tweet reminder to get back into Mario Kart tour. No one actually do that, please. I would feel bad if you spent time on that, but I need some reminder. Maybe I can set it up like on my, on my phone uh, uh, reminders app. So. There's a spring tour announced, which I believe you're, 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 you're racing. I believe that's all it is from April 19th, which is, uh, today, today at 2 AM Eastern time. So as you're watching this podcast, it is on now, go ahead, go play it April 19th, 2023 at 2 AM Eastern time. Very weird time to May 3rd, 2023 at 2 AM Eastern time. So that lasts, I believe, exactly two weeks. So you have two weeks to to participate. Now, I because it's going on now, I'm gonna try to play it sometime tonight. Like, please don't let myself forget. I wanna try to play it. Oh wait, hold on. I'm recording on on April 18th, so it comes out tomorrow. Okay, so never mind. Today, as you're watching this, is Wednesday. <clears throat> So, I'll, I'll play it tomorrow. Oh gosh, what happened? Hold on, my camera app closed. Am I still recording? I am recording. Sick. So, Mario Kart Tour, April 19th. 2 a.m. Eastern Time. That would be April 18th, 11 p.m. Pacific Time. So, do your stuff, do the thing, and Mario Kart Tour it up. Because that should be much fun. <clears throat> Next... Our second to last piece of news for April 14th, we still have a bunch of other news for the other days in the past week. Our second to last piece of news for April 14th is there are seven new Hallmark Nintendo ornaments releasing in 2023. So if you do not know, Hallmark likes to release a bunch of Nintendo themed ornaments every year, or at least I believe... At the very least, since last year. Maybe even a bit longer. Uh, So, there are seven new ones revealed that are releasing this year. I'm going to go over every single one. The price, how tall they are, and what exactly they are, and when they are releasing. Every single detail about these ornaments. So, there are four of them releasing on July 15th. Four out of the seven. One of those being a 4.7 inch tall. Samus from Metroid now I will say these things are a little bit pricey but I actually have a few very worth it and majority of the time they're high quality I I, I got one Tom Nook and it looks like he's like higher than the clouds so most of the time you know they're they're high quality there's a Samus from Metroid for $19.99 I know kind of pricey but they are typically most of the time in high quality shape. So you have a 4.7 inch Samus moving one down. We have the 3.5 inch tall cat Mario from the, of course, Super Mario series for $18.99, $1 less. Oh boy, so you're, you're really getting your savings in. Now I will say for these like 4.7 inch tall, 3, 3.5, for like, it sounds tiny, but for an ornament, that's a pretty good size. Like. I couldn't really estimate three inches for you. I don't know how, it's, it's like around, you know, maybe this height if you're watching the video. Sorry, audio only listeners. You can kind of imagine though how tall three inches is. So anyways, they're bigger than they sound, I guess, but they're not gigantic as well. So 3.5 inch tall, cat Mario, moving one down, we have a mini ornament. So there are also mini ornaments that are a bit cheaper. We have a mini one inch tall, now that's pretty small, Toad from Super Mario ornament that'll cost 9 dollars So yeah, we have the Toad one, and then we moving one more down. We have another mini ornament, a mini one inch tall Eevee ornament from of course the Pokemon series, also for a price of $9.99. So these are sold at the Hallmark site. I believe I could be wrong, They'll be sold at the Nintendo New York store. I do remember buying one. Um, it was a KK Slider ornament from the New York store last last uh, November. They were selling them. Now, those all release on July 15th. So, of course, Christmas and the holiday season is not until, you know, end of the year. But I would go ahead and snag those. At least one of them, if not all of them. On July 15th if you really want one because I have no doubt that they'll be in stock during the holiday season but you're better safe than sorry because I saw a lot of people hyped over the Samus ornament and I just like if I were if I were okay if I were you and I really wanted it I would just buy it right now right when it releases because you're one you're better safe than sorry Two, you're gonna spend 20 bucks either now or later. Why not do it now? Put it in the storage for now. And then when it's holiday time, you have it already. You already bought it. You already pay the money. It's done. So I would do it, but of course I have no doubt they'll be in stock for the whole holiday season because that is when they're gonna really make their their uh, money. So if you, if, you, if you don't buy them when they release, you should be able to get them later on in the year and even beyond that so that's four of them that's four of the seven then releasing on october 14th we have a 2.2 inch tall luigi ornament but he is in a mario kart kind of i guess cart he is in a mario kart he is in his luigi cart 2.2 inches tall but fairly wide no exact measurement on how wide it is but it's a cart so it's a bit longer uh, that is $18.99, I guess. You know, they're all 18, 1899 dollars apart from the Samus one, and that's nineteen ninety nine. dollars So they really wanted to, wanted to maximize the uh, earnings on the Samus ornament, but, you know, fair play. And then you have the 3.5-inch tall Isabel ornament from Animal Crossing for $18.99. That one looks really cool, and if I buy any of them, it's going to be that one. So I'll probably try to buy that when it comes out. So 3.5 inches tall for the Isabel. And that is actually a great fit. If you also have the Tom Nook ornament, I believe it was two years ago, one year ago, two two years ago, there was a Tom Nook ornament that fits very nicely with that. So you have the Isabel ornament, and then there's one more that is six out of seven. There is one more releasing on November 10th, that is a 2.9-inch tall Snorlax, Snorlax Pokemon ornament from Hallmark. That is going to cost, as the other ones do, $18.99. So, there are seven of them. You have a wide variety of, you know, a few different series from Nintendo. A whole lot of characters. You have a lot of options, so you have all those ones releasing this year, and then even all the ones from the previous years. From, I believe that the, there were some last year. There were some in twenty twenty one. Now thinking about it, I don't know if there were any in twenty twenty. But you have you look uh, in terms of Nintendo ornaments. You have a lot of options. So there's that. They all release soon. July fifteenth, Samus, Cat Mario, Toad, Eevee. October fourteenth luigi and isabel and then november 10th snorlax so get your ornaments they'll be out soon final piece of news for april 14th there is a nintendo store opening absolutely nowhere near you so it opens in kyoto japan (laughs) on october 17th 2023 so yeah nowhere near you unless you're watching in Japan, then then sick, but I actually was making a YouTube short. Uh, I'll go ahead and say what it is. It'll be out in like a few weeks uh, about the best Japanese exclusive merchandise. And when making that video, I looked at my like analytics to to see how many people from Japan watched the videos. 40,000 views in the past month. Which is a lot, which is very great, but which is a lot less than I thought it would be. And so for that reason, I doubt anybody from Japan is watching this podcast, maybe like one person. So if that's you, shout out to you, my my man or my woman, because you have this store at least relatively close to you in Kyoto, Japan. So that opens on October 17th, 2023. They already have one in Tokyo and one in Osaka. And they look to open their third store soon in Kyoto, which they should have had, you know, for a while, considering their headquarters is, I believe, in Kyoto. So they should have had it for a while. But, you know, it's, it's finally happening October 17th. Grab your plane tickets. Grab your... What else do you need? Suitcases, pack up, because my friends... We're going to Kyoto. I'm not, you are, but you know, I I ain't going there. So after, our, after April 14th, we have some news on April 15th. This is mainly a whole lot of Tears of the Kingdom. Let's go here. So no spoilers, absolutely zero spoilers right here. But I will have you know, the, the, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom website is live. You can go find it. If you search Tears of the Kingdom in Google, you you know it might pop it might pop up, so you can find it there. And it has a bunch of information on how the game is going to begin. It talks about, you know, I guess how it begins, what you do, where you are. And so I won't say any of that, but because that is not as sensitive of information as the leaked com- leaked commercial, I will link the website in the Description: If you go in the description of the podcast, whether you're on Spotify or YouTube, you will see TMM34 sources slash links. Click that and all of my links are in there. And that will that will be where you can find the Tears of the Kingdom website. So it'll be there. And so you have that. I won't say any of it because I don't want to spoil it. I already read it. Juicy stuff. And it makes me more excited. But if you do not want to know, I will not say it for you. Then Also on on April 15th, we got a bunch of Tears of the Kingdom accessories revealed to us from an official third-party licensed brand with Nintendo called Hori. You may know Hori creates the Split Pad Pro, a bunch of carrying cases, play stands for your Switch, these kinds of things. Hori is a great company that, that makes great officially licensed accessories. They have come out with, I believe that is going to be one, two, three, four, five accessories for your Switch that are that that have to do with Tears of the Kingdom. The first one being a Hori Play stand. So this is essentially an elevated stand for your Switch. There are a few different angles to put this stand up. And it just once again elevates the switch and it allows easy access to the charging port so then you can charge while playing. It's kind of like a, a more convenient kickstand, but you know it has access to the charging port. It's a convenient kickstand. I've actually used it. I own a Mario one. I believe it'll be exactly like that. And if it is, I do recommend it. It is very nice. You won't need it too often if, if of course you do not play in the kickstand mode. Or in tabletop mode, you won't need it often. But I used it on a flight because, like, when you're on a flight, you you have your tray, and that's a bit that that's a lot lower than you know my normal head height. Like, I, I would have to be like like looking down the whole time. I didn't want to do that, so I bought the stand, and I di- I did that because it's because I was going on a 12-hour flight, so I wasn't gonna like look down uh, the the entire time I was playing Switch. So, I have used it for a long time. I do really recommend it. There's that. You got got your Hori stand. Tears of the Kingdom decorated. Very nice. And so, another piece of merch or an accessory is a carrying case. Now, this carrying case, wait for it, carries your Nintendo Switch. Would you have known? Probably not. So, Now, in terms of the outside of the case, the design of it, it has a master sword on it with a uh, Tears of the Kingdom pattern, so to say. I guess, yeah, call call it patterns. You get a master sword, get the patterns on there. It does look very, very nice. Now, what looks even nicer is the other carrying case. Right, there's two. They've made two, one far better than the other. The second carrying case is all white with gold accents. You have the master sword as the last one did, and you have gold tears of the kingdom patterns. Now this is, I don't plan on buying any of this, but if I buy anything, it's this white carrying case. It looks very, very good. The link to check them all out will be in the description for those who cannot see them on the Spotify version. They'll all be there as convenient as can be. They'll be there. And then we also have some of Hori's most bought accessories. That being the Split Pad Pro, which is essentially fat Joy-Cons. Now, if you're asking me, sponsored or not, I recommend the Key, or formerly known as Binbok, fat Joy-Cons, I recommend recommend those, but you know, Hori makes them too, they they don't have vibration or motion controls, last time I checked, but anyways, one half of these Joy-Cons, the left Joy-Con has the Master Sword on it, and then the other half has the cover art design, so that is Link on that, you know, kind of rocky ledge, and I think that these don't look amazing, Like. I don't love them simply because they are so different. Like one half is, you know, all dark colors. And then the other half is like all basically, if you took the, the cover art and then wrapped it on a Joy-Con, that's what it looks like. It's the cover art. And that idea is very cool, but both of the Joy-Cons, the left and the right just don't fit like it's polar opposites, which, you know, uh, you know, opposites attract. No, no, not here. So I don't think they, they look amazing, but if you like them, I do not want to yuck your yum. Please go ahead, purchase some because for somebody that might look like the best thing ever. It's just not for me. And I don't hate everything guys. I don't hate everything, but I'm just, you know, I, I don't like this split pad pro. I don't like those those Splatoon shirts. I don't dislike everything. I even own a Splatoon and Pokemon Splatfest shirt that I bought in New York. I own that. I don't hate everything, but just these things, I don't, I don't totally know. And then you have the Split Pad Compact, essentially the, essentially the exact same thing, but just smaller, a bit more, I guess, compact as it is in the title, One half, the left side of these Joy-Cons is white and gold and essentially the exact same design as the carrying case that I described earlier, white and gold. And then the other half tends to be or seems to be the exact same right Joy-Con as the last pair of Split Pad Pros. It has the cover art design. It's as if you were to wrap the cover art on a Joy-Con. That's what it looks like. This one, both of them look very, very good. But just not together. Like, they don't look good together on the same Switch. I don't know. They don't look amazing. But I'll leave the links to check to check them out. I'm not sure if they're on sale yet, Like like for pre-order. If they are, I will link those. Otherwise, I'll just link where you can check them out. So, there's that. That is all for April 15th. Just accessories. Now, here we go. April 16th some juicy news and some surprising news right like i couldn't believe this when i read it the second piece of news the first piece of news is super nintendo world we have not touched on super nintendo world in a while it's been running it's been there people love it it's nice i have not been yet but hopefully i will go when the florida location opens because i am not flying to california that's just quite far so Super Nintendo World customers have been complaining about the looseness of the power-up band. Now, if you do not know, power-up bands are not the same, but similar to like Disney's Magic Bands, where it's a kind of a wristband for the theme park. With the power-up bands for Super Nintendo World, you can collect coins, keep score with your friends, I guess... You know, you kind of get score by going on, on, on attractions, you know, hitting question blocks, these kinds of things, fun stuff. And so you can earn point or earn points, do all this stuff. And so that's why it's important. You know, they all cost 40 bucks and you can buy it and it's definitely recommended, but not required. Now, recently there have been tweets. It is true they do appear very very loose some have even some have compared it to like putting on a wee remote strap like unless you tighten it it's pretty loose it's pretty loose so there have been complaints about how loose they are now here's the thing i believe this is a recent addition, but i could be wrong because i've not actually been you can now pick up some securement bands And what this does is you put on your power-up band and then it basically, I believe just goes over the band and makes it a whole lot tighter on your wrist so that it could never actually fall off. The securement bands are free. So you can pick those up wherever you buy power-up bands. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because there were a lot of complaints about how loose they were. And I'm letting you know there are securement bands that you can pick up for free to secure your power up band at super nintendo world on your wrist so feel free to go and get your power up band and your securement band and i guess walk around worry free knowing that it will not fall off your wrist so that's been happening at super nintendo world hopefully all is well hopefully all is going well over there but yeah i want to go in the future and I, they, they better reserve some securement bands for me because I don't want to lose my power up band. Anyways, the other piece of news on April 16th is that the Legend of Zelda, so much Zelda, I know, I know, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword and Metroid Dread Amiibos have actually had their price chopped off pretty significantly at GameStop. So... The Zelda and Loftwing amiibo for Skyward Sword, I believe, was priced at a hefty $25. I believe the Metroid amiibos were too. Now, guess what? At GameStop, both of the amiibos are priced at just $5. One-fifth of the original price. So... If you're like me and bought one of those, one of the Amiibos for full price, you are angry right now. Like we are angry. So they're available for $5 plus shipping at GameStop, essentially you can get, you, you spend 10 bucks for three Amiibo figures plus shipping. But man, that is the random deal of the day. Now I'm not sure how long this will last. I'm not sure how long they'll they'll be five bucks, maybe maybe forever, maybe until they're all sold out. I don't know, but as of today, April nineteenth, as of this very second of recording, they are available for five dollars. Link down below where all of the links are, and yeah, interesting. I never thought that an an amiibo would be five dollars brand new, but you know. Nintendo does some weird things, and I don't know if it's a GameStop sale. I think it's a Nintendo-created sale, so, yeah, they're pretty unpredictable. You know, regardless, they're there. Go and pick them up. If you've had a weird desire to do so, go ahead, pick them up. Fast forwarding to April 17th. April 17th. This sounds like a day... (sighs) This sounds like an important day. What happened here? Oh, is this when, like, Jake Paul fought, what's his name? Ben Askren. Does does, does anybody remember that? That was a fun fight to watch. Anyways, for non-boxing fans, here we go. Nintendo News. Just kidding. It's Sega News. So, we are a Nintendo News podcast. But when things happen in the gaming world that are this big, I will let you know. So, Sega, owners of Sonic, actually just bought the company who produces the Angry Birds games, Rovio, for guess how much? $775 million they just bought Angry Birds for. That's nuts. So, I believe, and I read that the main goal, not maybe main, but a big goal is to kinda bring these Angry Birds games back in a different fashion. So, look forward to some Sega Angry Birds games. This should get exciting, I bit my cheek, and spicy. So, Sega buys Angry Birds. Not Nintendo news, but we're all gaming fans, aren't we? So, I figured I would bring it up anyway. So, nuts, 775 million. Angry Birds is rolling in the dough. Anyways, next, a piece of news that you would think would be like giant news, like oh boy, oh oh gosh. Oh boy. Nintendo Switch firmware update. There has been a, an update to the firmware version 16.0.2. This was released in the nighttime And can you guess what changed? If you have been following the podcast for a while, whenever we report on these updates, it's essentially the exact same thing. General system stability improvements to enhance the user's experience. Which is typically, you know, basically saying you won't notice a thing. You won't notice anything that has changed. Because nothing really did. Obviously, you know, obviously something changed. But nothing worth of note. And nothing that you will actually notice. So, nothing really changed. But go ahead and update your Switch if you've not already. Or if it didn't do it by itself. Next. This is interesting. Okay, so. Last piece of news for April 17th. So, Nintendo, a couple years back, locked up a hacker named gary bowser from a company called team executor and what they do is they create mod chips and they jailbreak nintendo consoles so basically they're creating ways for people to pirate and you know steal nintendo software that's what they're doing over at team executor so they actually took one of these guys to prison named Gary Bowser. How funny is that? Bow- I'm sorry. Prison is not funny. But the fact that his name is Bowser, Gary Bowser, Bowser, he's probably Doug Bowser's brother, the president of, Nintend- of Nintendo of America is probably his brother or, or long lost cousin, maybe or something, you know. So he was arrested and he was sentenced to 40 months in prison. Which, you have to think, like, that's that's bad. But for the Nintendo ninjas who don't care at all, 40 months is, like, pretty light. Like, I know that's bad. But for the Nintendo ninjas that don't care about you or their fans, that's, that's light. So, 40 months in prison. But, guess what? He was sent back home a few days ago to Canada for good behavior. So, Gary Bowser was on his best behavior, you know, stopping piracy, and I'm sure he has learned his lesson, but hold on. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. Because although he was released from prison, it's you know, he's not scot-free. He's He's not. He's just not. So, he was sent back home to Canada, but... He can, you know, walk along. He can do his, you know, dance. He can stroll. He can hop. But Nintendo is, until the $10 million is paid back, they are allowed to take 25 to 30% of his income for the rest of his life while he's working. And it's very unlikely that, that he will generate another $10 million. So essentially, they can take Legally 25 to 30% of his income for the rest of his life. This just goes to show why you do not mess around with the Nintendo ninjas. You, you, you don't want to do that. They will come after you. So I hope he's well. I I hope he has learned from his mistakes in his actions. Uh, and hopefully, you know, he's he's doing well. But he got sent home. So that happened, and so we w- with that we we move over to April eighteenth, which is today as of recording the podcast. And I have th- nothing written down because it is twelve twenty one as of recording right this second. Let's go ahead and see nothing announced today apart from one thing that is effectively April nineteenth news. Uh, no news really for today. Let's double check in terms of uh, in terms of in terms of April eighteenth. Yeah, nothing announced. So April 18th, we're going to skip over because there's essentially nothing. There was one thing announced, but as I said, it it is effectively April 19th news. And so let's get to the April 19th stuff. There are two things actually that we know in advance from April 18th. One is Nintendo Switch network service maintenance. Now, what they're going to be doing is, quote, acquiring stage data etc. No clue what it means, but they're acquiring stage data and so during the maintenance window network services may be unavailable. I don't know if that means all, you know, online play is unavailable. I don't think so, but maybe. I've never I've never tried to play during maintenance, but the maintenance window is going to be Thursday, April 20th. 2023 at 12 30 a.m. Eastern time. So you might already be asleep, you know, you know, who knows. So it'll go from then to 3 a.m. So two hours and a half of maintenance. And so it's 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 nice that they do it, you know, while I mean, I'll be sleeping during then. So it's nice that it's not while I'm awake. So perfect. Or that'll also be Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. At 9:30 PM to 12 AM Pacific Time. All depends on your time zone, but, but you can you can you can convert it as you must. So maintenance going on, acquiring stage data, and yeah, look forward to that. Not playing online for a while, and then beyond that, we have an indie world showcase. Now, as you're watching this this this, this podcast, no matter no matter if you're watching it days later, watching it right when it came out. Uh, the indie world has already happened. Basically, this is a presentation. It's basically just like a direct, but for indie games, so to speak. So third party games, and there is a 20 minute, 20 minute presentation that aired today as of posting Wednesday, April 19th, and I don't know if I'll be live for it, uh, I probably will be. So yeah, I will be. So if all goes well, I went live for this presentation. So you can go watch my reaction and live stream. I'll put it in the pinned comment of the video if I did in fact go live. So yeah, indie world showcase. There's not always some you know heavy hitting games in there. Sometimes it's like a hunk a hunk of junk, but uh you know it's sometimes interesting. So. Go ahead and check it out. That that was at 12 p.m. Eastern time today. And then that is actually it for the reading headline segment. That was a that was a lengthy reading headline segment, but we got through all of the big Nintendo news for today, but that is not it. Nintendo has been doing things and doing more things and taking down videos, YouTube videos. And I think they're making a mistake. They're making a big mistake. What do I mean? Let's find out. Alright guys, we know the Nintendo ninjas, the legal team, the people who do all the stuff like taking down content. Hopefully, they don't come after me. Not to make it about me, but I don't do too much bad, right? Like, I just say... You know, I don't like that shirt. I don't like this. You know, this leaked, but I'm not not showing any of it. I should be okay. And I only bring that up because there's a touchy barrier here. Like there's a very, very thin fence with Nintendo. Thin ice. You're on thin ice. If you're a Nintendo creator talking about them as a company or doing things they may not like, I try to be very careful of that. And in hopes that they don't come after me, but they've come after somebody recently. And I don't think it's right, and I think that they're messing up. So there is a YouTuber named Point Crow who has 1.62 million subscribers, very big YouTube channel. And so he creates a lot of modding content. A lot of Nintendo modding content with games like Breath of the Wild, games like Mario Odyssey. Games like Wii Sports, but mainly Breath of the Wild. And so Nintendo doesn't like when you add mods to the games. They 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 don't like it. It's not their favorite thing. They want the games to be played how they were intended to be played. But when you add modding, that's when, you know, their 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 faces turn red, they're heating up, they're ready to explode. This is what it does to them. So he would just add things, Point Crow would just add things like, like here are some of the, the uh, titles. Zelda, but if I say Shrek, then 10 Shrek spawn, which Shreks shouldn't spawn in Zelda, but he added the, the mod, obviously. Multiplayer Breath of the Wild, Hide, and Seek. Things like this, just modded content. And a lot of people, including me, think it's very, very cool content, very fun, very creative, very awesome. Nintendo, they're ready to explode. And so here's why I think they are messing up. These videos, tons of of, of views. Like almost every single one has over a million views. Some 2 million, uh, some 1, 4 million, a few 4 millions. Like there's a lot of views on these videos. And I don't think it's right. And everybody's speaking up about this. Here's my take on this. I can understand you don't like people modding your games. And that's even kind of hard to understand. Like, if I made a game and people were modding it and adding their own creative fun to it, I'd be like, that's so sick. Like, they're having more fun with with, with the game that I made. That's so fun. As long as they're not, you know, showing piracy, as long as they're not doing anything illegal, if it, were, if, if it was illegal, they'd, they'd all be arrested, you know? So... I don't believe it's illegal as, as long as they're not pirating the game should be fine. Right? So they've taken down and striked his channel. They've claimed over what looks like 20 videos and striked four of them. And here's the problem. So if they, if, 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 okay, Put, put it, put it this way, put it this way. If they don't like modding content, okay most of these videos are claimed, which which means point crow will not make money off of the videos. That, that's not even cool. But if you have to claim them to grab satisfaction from it, okay, maybe. But here's the problem. Some of these videos are claimed that have no mods in them, like he's just playing the regular copy of Breath of the Wild, uh, and it's it's claimed, he's not making any money, so it's terrible, and then there's Pokemon Violet, which I believe has mods in it, it's taken down now, I, I believe, or it's just claimed, no Breath of the Wild gameplay. So with that, if it's hard to, hard to understand, they're taking down videos that should not even be taken down or claiming them at the very least which is just terrible like here's where the problem lies here's where the problem lies these nintendo ninjas do not realize point crow is really just helping the sales of the game these videos as i said some have 4 million a lot of 1 millions 2 millions 3 like there are so many millions of views on the modding content do you, okay, tell me if I'm wrong. Do you think Point Crow has at least, so at the very, very, very bottom number, he has at least sold a 100 Switches and tons of copies of Breath of the Wild. At the very lowest, he is giving Nintendo money. He is selling their, their, their game and their console. He is selling it. He's selling copies of a game that is not even his and that he's not making money from apart from the ad revenue and the video revenue. He's selling your game and you're taking down his his video which will then have no one see it and you won't lose money per se but you won't be making any off that video either. So you're taking down videos of videos, sorry, videos that will help your game be sold even more. Never would I have understood it. I don't understand it. Never will understand it. You have to look at games like GTA, Minecraft. Where there are mods added very, very frequently. How do you think Minecraft would run or be alive if nobody added mods? Like very, very simple mods too. People love to mod Minecraft. There's tons of videos on them online. Minecraft mods. Let's search Minecraft mods and see how long I can scroll for. Minecraft does, does 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 it pop up? No. Minecraft M. Minecraft mods is the second pop-up search when you search Minecraft M. Top 10 Minecraft mods, 14 amazing mods. There are so many mods. People love to mod these games and i guarantee you out of all the minecraft mods on youtube uh all all the videos that had to have sold so many copies of minecraft and so everybody does it that game i don't think would be as alive as it is right now without all those mods these mods keep the game alive So when you're taking down videos of people modifying your game, that is, that, that is not losing you money. It could only ever make you money. You know, as long as they're not pirating the game or losing you money, he bought the game officially, gave you all the money that you asked him for. If he mods your game, if if point crow mods your game, there shouldn't be a problem. He's selling more copies, you know, regardless of, of how they use it now, to mod the games, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to hack your Switch? That's bad. But as long as no one's making you lose money essentially, I would back off. I think they are making a mistake. I think Nintendo is making a mistake by taking down these videos with millions of views and with the rise of Tears of the Kingdom would con- would continue, to-, continue to-, to-, to get millions of views. They wouldn't just like, kind of like just drop all of a sudden, like it's going to keep on getting views over time. These are evergreen videos. They won't necessarily drop in popularity. You know, they're breath of the wild videos, but like if you watch them in 20 years, it'll still be just as funny. I don't know. You're kind of losing out on selling switches. Like people have definitely bought switches just to do what point crow is doing here for sure. At least a few people. And you're taking down the videos that are buying switches for you. I don't know. I think they're making a mistake, but I did want to come on here and give my opinion on it. I hope that Poincrow gets it all resolved in his video, which I have pulled up right here. So so then I can see all the information. He has emailed Nintendo. I believe he has not heard back yet. I should probably check his Twitter and I probably should have before, before uh, this podcast, point grow let's see any any update let's let's give him a follow too while i'm at it not sure why i wasn't uh yeah i don't think yeah i hope it get, i i hope it gets resolved that was two days ago so as of right now no resolution but yeah hopefully his videos get restored and i've heard of other people getting their videos taken down of, of modding content and were later restored, so hopefully the same happens with Point Crow. I hope all, all is well. That I've never been through, like you know, anybody taking down my video. Um, but I could imagine, I could, I, I could imagine. That's a that's that that's that, a very scary thing. I could imagine. So, I hope I hope all is well. But, I mean, Nintendo, you're making a mistake here. I won't go on and ramble and, and you know go on for five more minutes, but that's a mistake. Millions of views, tons of copies sold, out the window. Not many people are watching normal Let's Play videos of the game. Definitely some, maybe like a million or so, but this is fun stuff. And so, it's just promoting your game and showing how great of a game you made, even though these are... Other modifications that you did not create. You are messing up, but um yeah, hopefully it gets resolved. Point crow, I hope all is well. And with that, that covers that topic that gives my opinion on it. It's just bad because even some of his videos that are not modded are taken down. Pokemon Violet, that might have been modded. But the uh one marrying Sidon and in a, a bookshelf to create High rules first car not modified gameplay taken down or claimed at least I don't know sucks. I apologize, but that's my opinion on the whole Nintendo ninja Taken down videos Unfortunate but there you have it. I've seen people discuss it. So I should be allowed to to discuss that and not have The ninjas come after me. If they do, that that shouldn't be right. I haven't said, I've not said anything. (laughs) I'm just giving my opinion on these things. Ninjas, don't come after me. Please, I'm 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 an innocent young boy. Four years old. I'm not four. Okay, please don't actually take me down now. I'm old enough to run a YouTube channel. You know that. I'm monetized. You would have to know. So, anyways, that's that. Point Crow, hope all is well. Let's move on to our next segment, your favorite segment of the week, the answering your questions segment, where we go on Discord. You guys have asked me questions and I answer them. It's it's that simple, let's do it. Alrighty, guys. Answering your questions. How much more self-explanatory could a segment be? You guys joined my Discord server in the description of this podcast. You 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 joined. You navigated to the channel titled Ask M Swizzle. You, you 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 typed. You hit you hit enter, you hit send. And I got the message. Let's go ahead. Let's answer your questions. Let's scroll up. And all questions below this will be answered in the Mario matter episode 34. I believe we are on episode 34. So let's begin with that diehard Mario fan. I'm going to answer questions on my left monitor. So let's go ahead and do that. All right, here we go. That diehard Mario fan asks favorite character in the Mario movie. So my answer to that is actually Toad. I love Toad. I love Toad in the Mario movie. I really did like that one scene where I think Mario was... Sorry, can I say this? Is it spoiler? Uh, I'll just describe the scene, no spoilers, where it was in that big stadium as shown in the trailer, that big stadium where him and Donkey Kong were there. He was getting slapped up. There was one, like, not even a second scene of Toad just going like, like he, he was like pumping his fist. I might show it on the screen If I can find it like it was the coolest most fun scene and it was only it was like barely even a second if even a second I love that scene and toad was just funny the entire time uh he couldn't have been done better the voice design everything could not have been any better for toad and the fact that there's so many toads makes it even better so 100 you, you gotta love toad next that theme park guy asks, "Best Kirby character? Mine would have to mine mine would have to be have to be Magolor. Best Kirby character? Mine might be Waddle D. I like Waddle D the most. Waddle D is very 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 cool, very nice, chill, innocent fella. Gotta love Waddle D. Waddle D is my answer. Next, Shapito asks, "Why are you so obsessed with Animal Crossing? Why am I obsessed? So." It's hard to say that I'm obsessed in terms of games, favorite game series, but I'm not like at the gym, like lifting weights. Oh yeah. Tom Nook, Animal Crossing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not like that, but yeah, in terms of like gaming obsessed, yes. And the reason why is because to me in my heart, that game feels like it was just totally made for me. And, 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 you know, I'm not trying to say that, you know, it's only for me. It feels like a game that that was like sent to me. It feels like it was just crafted out for me. And obviously, you know, tons of people feel that way. It's not, it's not just for me, but that's what it feels like. It feels like, you know, I've always wanted, wanted some kind of chill game that follows real life that kind of simulates real life where you can kind of make your own cozy place. You can talk to people. It's kind of like a therapy game almost if you need it and it's very very chill relaxing calm you make your own place bunch of characters stores to enter it's like such a cool and neat little game I will love forever I have every single Animal Crossing game even on the GameCube uh, which I actually bought before before it became a bit more expensive a bit more expensive I believe now it's like 50 bucks. I bought it when it was like 22 with no manual. So, yes, I bought it. Now, yeah, I think it's just because it feels like it was made for me. It's all cozy. It's my own little town. I can make it, you know, whatever I want. Play with friends. All that kind of stuff. I love Animal Crossing and I always will. All right. Next. Uh, never mind. That's not a question. People are chatting in here. Next. XX asks... Did you notice that the people who assisted you to get on the Divine Beast in the Zelda trailer are, are grown up and they can join your team? I did see that. So I saw Sidon, and I believe her name is Urbosa, are kind of like fighting with you. So I am excited to see how that does work in the final game when I jump into Tears of the Kingdom. I am excited and I want to see how that works. Like, will I run in? When will I run in to Sidon? Uh, that's his name, Sidon. Yeah, Sidon. I'm so excited because I do like those guys. I I like Sidon a whole lot. So I'm excited to see what I can do with him and how we interact. Should be fun. Next, Gato and Lavar asks. Very simple. How you doing, Gato and Lavar? I am. I am feeling feelings. No, I'm kidding. I am very well. I'm very well. I am good. Things are great. Things are things are going great. I'm happy. You're happy. We're on your your favorite Nintendo News podcast. Things couldn't be any better. If they weren't good, I would tell you. Uh, but honestly, couldn't be much better. Uh, I, I've I've been good. I've been amazing. Thank you for asking. How are you? Comment down below. Comment down below. It's not about me. It's it, it's it's about you all. Comment down below. Next, Cactus Lord Gaming asks. Will you play Pikmin 4? 100%. I'm so excited. Now, I've only played bits and pieces of Pikmin games, and I do know that I do like the series. I've never like full on beaten one though, as bad as as that sounds. So I'm going to, this summer before it releases, make a mission to play every Pikmin game, or Pikmin 1, 2, and 3, not Hey Pikmin. But those three games, I'm going to beat them all because they're not super, super long games. So I'm gonna beat all those games and then play Pikmin 4. And the answer is yes, I will play I will play Pikmin 4, and I'm excited to dive into all the other Pikmin games that are just sitting in my backlog. So should be fun. Next, Spark Z asks, what is your favorite Splatoon game? So it's hard because Splatoon, you know, they're all great. Every single Splatoon game is a good one. I have the most nostalgia with Splatoon 1. Splatoon three is the best game. And then Splatoon 2 is, is also really good, but just like, you know, not my favorite out of the three. It would be, you know, it's obviously it's it it's better than Splatoon 1, but I just have real you know real strong nostalgia for Splatoon 1. So really for me, it comes down to 1 and 3. And I think the answer is that is is three. <laughs> because one I'll likely have nostalgia with Splatoon 3 at one point in time. And two, it's just the most decked out full-on splatoon game that, that we've ever seen yet. It's just so decked out, so full. It's got every feature that, that you would ever want. and an interactive lobby. It even brought back the Plaza that was used in the Wii U splatoon. So that's even cool, you know, for those Wii U uh, nostalgic players you know like me like you maybe. That brings back some of the uh, nostalgia. Callie and Marie, I believe, are the names. I hope I don't have that wrong. Um, Yeah, Splatoon 3 is my favorite, but I love Splatoon 1. Next, Shapito asks, what game do you want really bad? No Animal Crossing, Max. Oh, boy, no Animal Crossing. Okay, so that's a bit harder, because I would have said Animal Crossing New Leaf HD HD uh, Remastered. I would have said that. Um, what game do I want? Like, like a next installment in a series? Just, just like any video game at all. Any video game at all. Any video game. Animal Crossing, City, F- I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Any video game. Um, I assume I could say like a port of a game as well. It'd probably be a port. Ah, no, 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 I know, I know, I know. I want, and I tweeted this out about a week ago, I want a Chibi Robo HD collection that has the GameCube version because it is so rare now. Park Patrol somehow upscaled from the DS and Chibi Robo Ziplash as much flack as that game gets. I want a Chibi Robo game collection. If we could have that, if I could have that, Best day ever. I've always wanted to play the GameCube Chibi-Robo, but I cannot because when I say it's rare, it's 200 bucks used. Used, not not even brand new, used. 200 used. I'm not buying that, bro. I'm not buying the game. $200, it's not that worth it. Park Patrol is like 60 bucks. I might buy it down the line, but yeah, I've only only ever ever played Ziplash, but I've watched like long plays of the GameCube version Looks so much fun. All right. Next, Jeremy Plays asks If all previous Animal Crossing games were to be ported to the modern day Nintendo systems, how much do you think the collection will cost? And do you think Animal Crossing fans will repurchase the ported games for the modern system? Yeah, tough. So. If all of them, so I'm going to assume all mainline games, no spinoffs because you couldn't really port, uh, um, what's it, uh, Amiibo festival. So that would be animal crossing GameCube, wild world city folk, new leaf and new horizons. That's five games. Oh, so, well, I mean, sorry. Not, not, not new horizons. Cause that's already in switch. So those four games, I would love that by the way. But so the first thing is how much do you think it'll cost? I think honestly I think they would charge the full 60. Like for a for a collection of four different games that that you can play for hours on end, I think they would charge the full 60. Uh even though well, no. Cuz yeah, yeah, sorry, yes, but you have to think like GameCube uh, GameCube remasters like Metroid Prime was 40 bucks. Uh Mario Sunshine was in a HD collection pack. But the value of that game, if each game in there was 20 bucks, it would be 20 bucks. There has been no GameCube remasters on the Switch that have been more than 40 bucks. So let's say that, that 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 Animal Crossing GameCube is already 40 bucks. You also have Wild World, City Folk, and New Leaf. Like all of it is just too good. So I think that the whole pack would cost 60 bucks. And do you think current Animal Crossing fans will repurchase the ported games 100%. And here's why they they should do it. So the best-selling Switch game is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. They're still adding content to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. They they didn't for a while. Now they are. They're adding the the whole DLC. They're keeping their best-selling game alive. They have the DLC, runs for two years. Pretty cool. what's number two best-selling game? Animal Crossing New Horizons. They gave us one final big update and then that was it. You want to keep your second best-selling game alive and it doesn't have to be the game, more so just the whole series. And so to do that, how can you do that? You make an HD collection of all the older games because you just got a whole bunch of new fans with Animal Crossing New Horizons. So you would want to have them play the, the older games too to kind of get a feel of what that's like. And for all the diehard Animal Crossing fans, if you see Animal Crossing HD Collection, four different games on a shelf at Target, at, at Walmart, at GameStop, you're going to buy it. You are going to buy it. And I, I'm talking so fast because I'm so into this and I know so much. You're going to buy an Animal Crossing HD remaster. It's, it's, you know, it's not even a, you know, uh, uh in a in a heartbeat, you would buy it. So it's like, why would you not do that? You already have the games made. You have to remaster them for the Switch. GameCube version, easy. DS version, easy. The Wii version, just do the same same controls as you did for Mario Galaxy, easy. Because uh, there's no motion controls apart from the Wii, like finger, Wii sensor. Uh, so do what you did with, with Mario Galaxy. New Leaf, easy. Now for the DS and the New Leaf, you you have to upscale those to 1080, which is hard. Uh, that part may not be easy, and plus it has two screens. They can definitely find a way to make it work, uh, similar to like how they did Virtual Console on the Wii U. They can make it work like that, or somehow some way make this work. I know that if they really, if it was life or death, port a 3DS game to the to the Switch, they know how to do it. So. Essentially, Wild World and New Leaf can be ported. We, we, we've never seen a 3DS game get ported to, get ported to, to, to the Switch with with two screens. We saw Metopia, but that's totally reimagined. If they do their whole reimagined process with, with New Leaf and make no use for the bottom screen, then perfect. But apart from that, if they really want to port a 3DS game, they can. Anyways, I think current... Animal Crossing fans would buy the HD collection and I do believe it'll cost the full 60 bucks. Thank you Jeremy for the question. Next, L asks if every game ever made by Nintendo would get ported to the Switch, would you buy it or would you buy the individual original copy for the original systems? Um I think that that's going to be a case by case basis. Like for example, if every, ever, if every game ever made, I would probably buy, so you have like Super Mario Galaxy Wii, Super Mario Galaxy Switch. If I could choose between one, I'd choose the Wii version. And then you have Animal Crossing New Leaf, 3DS or Switch, I might say Switch. So it tends to be on a case-by-case basis, but for most of them, like, after I'm done deciding for each game, I feel like I would have chosen more to be on the Switch rather than their original console. So my answer is probably I would buy it for the Switch if all of them were brought over. Yeah. Next, King Bubblegum asks, is the Mario movie the best animated movie you've ever seen in your opinion? Um, Best animated movie ever in your opinion. I think it's 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 the best that I've seen. I don't know, like, of all time, best movie ever. Because I've not seen every movie ever, of course. But it's the best animated movie I've seen. And I've only really ever seen, like, Disney movies. And maybe, you know, it's been, it's been a while since I've seen a, a Disney movie. Maybe their animation is better. But, like, I walked away from that Mario movie kind of blown away because of all the animation and how well it was made. So, I'd say it's the best I've seen. Next, Spark Z asks, "What is the best Nintendo franchise in your opinion?" That would be the Animal Crossing franchise. I love it way too much. I love it too much. Next, <clears throat> Closet Panda. Wait, never mind. That's that's not a question. I have to like delete chat messages in here because it, it gets me like kind of confused. Uh, here we go. CS asks, what is a game that was super fun when you first played it, but was boring or not as good when you played it a second time? My friend, that, that would be Animal Crossing Wild World. I played Wild World. I was like, I was like, this is so sick. So much fun. Animal Crossing DS sick. And then I would go back and play it the next day. And even like to this day, it's not as fun because I started playing it after I played Animal Crossing New Horizons and it's just not like it's very, very poor graphics. And I know DS games should not look as great as Switch games, obviously, but it just like it's so poor that when you're used to other games, it's like really bad. Like when you're used to, you know, Wii games It's really bad. And some DS games are, are, you know, run, run bad. But when you look at games like Mario 64 DS, Mario Bros, uh, new Super Mario Bros, those games run 20,000 times better than Animal Crossing Wild World. Now for its time, pretty good on a DS, pretty good. It's just not it just wasn't fun for me the second time around because I just don't I can't stand how poor the graphics are. And I know it's not their fault. You have to make a gigantic Animal Crossing game on a small DS, on a small small cartridge. I know, I know. But really, like, it just wasn't, wasn't fun. It's not fun playing it way after its time. So my answer is Animal Crossing Wild World. Next, Midas asks, Hey, Sizzle, do you know what is happening to Nintendo's creators? To Nintendo creators, in terms of like the uh, thing that we covered, the point crow situation, I do know and I am aware we gave our opinion on the entire point crow Zelda modding situation in the previous segment. If you're watching this on the Clips channel or you're watching this on Spotify, wherever, uh, just rewind a bit or, you know, if this is the Clips channel, it'll be in the description. My reaction to the whole modding thing. Uh, actually, maybe I shouldn't post it as a clip because I don't even want the ninjas over at Nintendo to even know about me. So maybe I won't post it. But if you go to my podcast and you rewind from the answering your question segment, we just covered the whole modding thing, messy stuff, and I think that they're making a mistake. But yes, I do know what is happening to, I assume just the the one guy, Point Crow, is there more stuff happening? I don't know. Next, Ike Tellius Fan asks, do you like Bowser's Fury better than Odyssey? Honestly, if I'm, if, if I'm telling the truth, I have not played Bowser's Fury. I was so excited to dive in to 3D World and, and replay it. So I did that for a few streams, which are now unlisted or private, actually. And um, at that point, I was an Animal Crossing streamer. So I didn't really find the time to to go back and play Bowser's Fury, and I still haven't to this day. So I, that's something that I wanna do. Uh, it's kinda considered in, in my backlog of games. I should go back and do it, and I will do it as soon as, as soon as possible. So yeah, I can't say, but I will go back and play it one day. That rhymed. Next, L asks, Would you rather buy every console ever made and and every game ever made, but you need to repair all of the console screens or would you rather buy everything? Sorry, sorry. I'm getting lost here. Everything for one cent. Wait, hold on. Okay, hold on. I have to restart. Would you rather buy every console ever made and every game ever made, but you need to repair all of the console screens? for one cent or buy every console ever made and every game ever made, but everything is working perfectly for $1,000. Okay. That is tough. I do get the question. Um, every console ever made, every game ever made, we need to repair all the console screens. Well, if I pay other people to do it, it'll cost less than $1,000. So... I'll buy all of the games and consoles for one cent and then pay people to replace these screens because I'm not good at that. And, well, would it be less? Because, well, NES, no screen. I guess all the screens are on the Switch, DS, 3DS, Game Boy. Yeah, it shouldn't be more than a a thousand bucks. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll buy everything for one cent and then pay everybody to do it it'll be less than a a thousand bucks and then for all the games that i do not want to play i'll sell and that'll make me back my money that i spent on the repairs so let's go perfect next shapito asks favorite zelda game my favorite zelda game is skyward sword on the wii i played it on the switch i had not played it before then because during the wii era i did not really know much i didn't play zelda games so i played it on the switch the hd version fell in love with it. It was amazing. Uh, I wonder if that'll change after I beat Twilight Princess. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But as of this second, it is Skyward Sword HD or the Wii version, either one. Uh, I've since gone back and played both. I loved it so much that I bought it on the Wii as well, uh, just to have it kind of like more of a, of a collector's item and the CD and everything. So yeah, I bought it there. And my second spot would be Breath of the Wild. Maybe Twilight Princess will sneak into the top three after I beat it. But yeah, favorite Zelda game is Skyward Sword. Next, Gato and LaVarba but in English, asks, Any really good games I should play that I most likely have never heard about? Um, yeah. I could name a few. So, there's one game on the Switch, you actually might have heard about this, but... It's a good one that I feel like a lot of people do not know about. Maybe you've heard of it. I apologize if, if you do, but I'll give you a, I'll give you a few more just in case. It's called A Short Hike. I actually dove into that game a bit recently. Such a nice, relaxing game. It's a very quick game as well. It's called A Short Hike. You know, it's very simple, very easy. Uh, I've not beaten it yet, so... I can't give you like, I can't give you, I can't give you a full story on it. Like, you know, what it's totally like, but if you watch a trailer or a few, it'll give you a pretty good idea. A short hike is fun, relaxing and and chill. Um, let me think what other switch games or any game at all. I'm trying to think like, like, like high quality games. I don't I'm, I've been playing like mainstream games, like Mario galaxy, Twilight Princess recently. So I, it's hard for me to say a couple of other switch games. I have, let me actually pull it up. Cause if, if, if I turn on, turn on, turn on the switch, then I can see all my games and it'll further let me know what to recommend to you. So let's see, we're on the switch. Little Gator game is a very, very good one. Little Gator game, uh, I'm sure that you've heard of Stardew Valley. If not, that's a great one, but I'm I'm sure you've heard of that. Go Vacation is a one that I love a lot. It's, it's a resort. There's no main objective where you're going around. There's four locations. There's, I believe, a city, a wintry location, and kind of a, a more tropical location, like a beachy location. And then one more. And you're essentially just just doing vacation activities. Like, for example, on the beach location, you are jet skiing. You are doing beach games. You can have a dog with you, walk around. If I could compare it, it's kind of like Animal Crossing. Because you can, like, have your own house and design it. And Animal Crossing with a mix of a whole lot of activities. That's how I could kind of describe it. It's like a whole resort. You can... Walk around, do all these little games. It's so much fun. Have your own little house. So sick. There's that one. Scrolling down the whole list. It Takes Two. I'm sure that you've heard of that, but that's also a good two-player game, good co-op game. Hoko Life is very fun. It is basically an Animal Crossing competitor, but it's, it's different in its own ways and pretty much just very, very similar to Animal Crossing. Um... Is that it? Bug Snacks. I'm sure that you've heard of Bug Snacks is a very, very fun one. I haven't beat it yet, but I've gone through a whole lot of it. And that one is fun. And yeah, that's all I can recommend at the moment. Hopefully, there was a game in there that that you have not heard of. If you've you've heard of all of them, I I apologize. But those are the ones that I like a lot that are a bit more unknown. Next, Pogger asks... What from Breath of the Wild are you hoping to see in Tears of the Kingdom? Honestly, I want a whole lot of the same stuff. Like, in the gameplay demonstration, we saw a lot of the exact same overlay. I hope that a lot of the game, and this might sound kind of weird, I hope a lot of it is the exact same because Breath of the Wild, everything from the map to pinpoint markers to the towers was so perfect and so unique and it made the game just absolutely perfect. I hope that there are so many elements from the original Breath of the Wild carried over to Tears of the Kingdom. As I said, the map, the overlay, sound effects, and it looks like most of that will be true because we saw that 10 minute gameplay demonstration, most of the exact same features were carried over. So I should be in luck, but hopefully we see that in Tears of the Kingdom, and hopefully some other kind of unexpected surprise that is thrown in there, but mainly just the cool, great working overlay. Hopefully that is there. Next, Spark Z asks, "What is the best Mario Kart game in your opinion?" Honestly, it's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Honest, like like no no nostalgia. It's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That is one of the best-looking Switch games out there right now. It's so good. Everything about it, the soundtrack, graphics, just simple mechanics, multiplayer. It's all amazing. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, in my opinion, is the best Mario Kart game that is made. Next, L asks, yes or no? Would you accept a sponsor that is not worth that much? So that would depend on A, the product... Like if it's, if they're going to send me, uh, I don't know, a PS five that I have to send back and I get paid, you know, like five bucks. That sounds kind of cool. I might do it. It depends on on the product and how little, how little the, um, payment is. I don't know. It's kind of like a case by case basis. I accept sponsors that I believe in, for example, I have been sponsored by Doyoke for the for these GameCube Joy Cons. I'll actually touch on this. I'll, I'll, I'll touch on this real fast. Uh, when I promoted these, I was a little bit worried that people wouldn't like them. Like, you know, before that video premiered, I was just sitting here like, okay, I really do like these Joy Cons and, 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 and I love them. But I don't wanna do another sponsored video again because like, like like a full-on video, like like not sponsorships, like I'll throw in a 30-second ad in a, in a video in the future, but not like full-on sponsored videos because like this whole video, while I believe in the product, if somebody else doesn't and they buy it and they don't like it, they're gonna hate me. But I'm just promoting what I believe in, you know? Like they're gonna hate me if they don't like it, but I do. And it's, it's, it's kind of a hard situation because like, while of course I like them and I think that that they're amazing. If you don't, I look really, really bad. So I don't think I'll ever do a full on video again, at least not like a full length, maybe a, a YouTube, YouTube short, YouTube short, maybe, but not like a full length one. I was, I was like really nervous that people wouldn't like it, but I shouldn't be nervous because if I was promoting this and it like sucked, then yeah. You know, I'm I'm not good for doing that. But if if I like it, all should be well. And I think it's really good. So, GameCube Joy-Cons, check them out. But yeah, I won't promote things that I don't believe in. I I promoted Extreme Rate. I literally have an Extreme Rate backplate on my Switch. It's it's far over there. I don't want to show it, but if you see in my videos, you will see that that there is an NES backplate on the Switch. You might even be be able to see a tiny bit of it right now. I don't know for sure. Um, yeah, I have an NES backplate. I promoted PlayVital. They make cases. I still use those cases when I play handheld to this day. And I also got dust cover from PlayVital. That right there on the video version is a PlayVital dust cover on my Xbox. I promote the things that I believe in. And those are three companies that I believe in. 8-Bit Doe. Literally, their controller is right. Like everything that I promote, I was able to grab in a hand's reach is, you know, that's how much I believe in them. They, they, they all sit out right here. I don't like throw them in, in the trash. You know, they're all right here, you know, so I love what I promote and I don't promote what I don't love. So what I accept a sponsor that is not worth that much. I don't know. Depends, but, uh, yeah, it just totally depends on the case by case basis. Next Next and finally, Shapito asks, what are you looking forward to next year? For Nintendo or anything, I guess. For Nintendo, in terms of that, I'm looking for a next console. I'm looking for a Switch Pro. I'm looking for a Switch 2 or something entirely new that rhymed. Uh, Just something new, something new console wise, whether it be a codename for a new console, whether it be the new console actually like releasing in stores, you know, whatever it might be. I'm looking for that now I did hear a rumor recently from I I saw it on Nintendo Prime on YouTube uh, those guys him and what's his name Mike Odyssey have been like nailing uh, Nintendo News they have some source who leaked who, who told them there would be the 10 minute uh, 10 minute demonstration they said that hey you know guys there's Zelda News Tuesday there was Zelda news that day. And so, uh, that was one right leak. Then they told them, this this random source, that there would be Zelda news, or a Zelda direct or a trailer on Thursday. There was one last Thursday, or oh, sorry. Sorry, it would be on Wednesday, and then it came like came like one day late, I don't know. But this source knows something. This source told them there's gonna be two presentations one presentation in June announcing a new console and one more in September tied to uh, the convention for Nintendo Live that is going to show more of the console. If that's true, and I'm not saying it is, these are rumors, not even from me, but from these two YouTubers who have gotten things right in the past. If that's true, things are going to heat up. And even Jeff Grubb, who is also who also tends to be reliable. Uh, He leaked the direct air date. He leaked Metroid Prime uh, Remastered, essentially. Um, He said that he was hearing things about a new console reveal at the end of this year. So I think things are going to heat up later this year for Nintendo starting in the summer at the latest in September. If there's nothing, that is a disappointment. But if there is something, my gosh, that's what I'm looking forward to. But for next year, yeah, just a release of a new console or some new information. And then just like in general, in general, just more life, honestly. You know, nothing in particular. I can't think that far ahead. I can't think just to improve in every aspect of life. YouTube, uh, boxing, kickboxing, uh, fitness, everything. Just 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 improve. I have no plans for next year, but um, that's that just improve on everything. But that is the last question. And that is it for the Mario matter episode number 35. As of recording, I have been recording for two hours and four minutes. This podcast will not get cut down, but like, for example, I take, I take, uh, you know, like, like a few minute breaks in between segments. So maybe that this, this podcast will break the two hour mark. Maybe it will, it will not, but should it break the two hour mark? Actually, it's already the longest Mario Matter podcast. So that is super cool. And the brand new milestone, two hours or so right around there. Thank you all so much for listening, for listening, viewing, watching, subscribing, liking, commenting, all that kind of stuff. If you're on Apple or Spotify, leaving us a great rating is very, very much appreciated. You can, I believe after you listen for a while, if you're on mobile, I couldn't find out how to do it on PC, but if you're on mobile... Uh, there is a little star star icon on the section of this podcast. If you click that and rate it one to five, I would appreciate a five star, but you know, if you're being honest, then that is totally okay. Uh, but we do like five stars. And if you do give us a five star, we will actually go ahead and mail you a free Zelda Zelda tears of the kingdom copy early. I'm just kidding. Please do not believe that that is not true. But now a very formal shout out to our channel members. If you want to become a channel member, you can click the link down below in the description or hit the join button if you're on computer YouTube. With that, shout out to It's Kate, Carter Crossing, Abraham Belts, Jeremy Rivera, Heisenberg, TSG, Fleetway, Sonic YT, and Kuya Koi. Thank you all so much for becoming channel members. Anyways, that is it for the Mario Matter 34. I love you all so much. I will be here next Wednesday to cover the Mario Matter 35 and bring you all of the newest Nintendo news, the latest and greatest, all that kind of stuff. If you want to ask me a question to answer next episode, feel free to do so in the Discord server down below in the description. With that, I love you all. I'll see you all then. Take care. Adios.